Insecurity over my facial hair. I really wish I'd gotten into the habit of trimming my own facial hair rather than getting a barber to do it. Throughout most of my life, whenever I would try to trim my facial hair, I would trim it, it wouldn't look very good, and then I'd trim it some more, and it still wouldn't look very good, and then I'd just trim it all off, and then I'd just be clean shaven, and, and just start again. I have legitimately, in, in my youth, okay, I'm 29, I'm still young, but you get what I'm saying, when I was younger, I legitimately have not gone out to places because I've not liked how my facial hair looks. And then cut it all off, cut it all off, and not liked how I look clean shaven. I was just that insecure. Clean shaven when I get a perfect run. I'm too fat to go clean shaven these days. Rage quitting Gwent over a tutorial. The only thing I hate about CD, CD Projekt Red is for their uh, card game, they have a forced tutorial. I played Gwent, like thousands of games of Gwent. Like thousands and thousands. Then I left for like a year and I came back. And my profile still said that I was a master. That was my rank. And yet they forced me to do a 20 minute tutorial. And I just kept looking and looking for any way to get around this tutorial. And when I realized I couldn't, I, I uninstalled the game and never played again. I was like, oh, you know, I haven't played Gwent in 10,000 years. I've got half an hour of time here. I might just play a hand or two. See what it's like these days. And they were like, nope, fuck you. Do a tutorial for 20 minutes. Trivial Wealth and TikTok. The banning of TikTok only means that you can't install it. It still works. I'm sure there's mobile phones on eBay right now. TikTok app installed mobile phone kind of thing. Guaranteed. I would love to see what the downloads were for TikTok. Like, the week leading up to that Sunday. 2K USD for iPhone 11 with TikTok installed or 5K instant buy? No. Oh, 2.5K. And I guarantee you there'll be people out there who'll pay it. Some rich person who just, you know, doesn't care about money. Like the, the analogy for me is before I was successful, I would do basically anything to avoid delivery costs for food. I would just be like, are you, in, are you crazy? I'll just drive the 15 minutes to get the food. Now, I barely even think about a $7 delivery cost. And I, th I think this, this equivalent change of success and wealth can be scaled up to people with, you know, tens of millions of dollars. And, and their $7 delivery cost avoidance is like, oh man, I can't install TikTok. I guess I'll buy a phone worth two grand that has TikTok on it. Eh, it's who cares, you know? A viewer calls me out for being uninformed and biased. I love your content. I just wish your political takes would be more informed. Sorry, I don't watch more Fox News. You've you've mentioned takes plural. Over a long enough period, you must have a bunch of examples to be confident enough to make that statement. Jordan Peterson's health. I didn't speak much on Jordan Peterson's health. I I I I, I vaguely recall saying that I didn't follow it specifically, but I heard he wasn't doing well. I I definitely wouldn't have said any definitive sta uh, statements on it. Oh, so we can we can look it up. Where's um? Hold on. So from my understanding, Jordan Peterson became addicted to tranquilizers. Uh, muscle tranquilizers or something. He always had weird ideas. But apparently he ignored the advice of a bunch of experts um, who told him how to deal with his addiction. And instead, his kooky daughter took him to Russia for some treatment, medically induced coma. And the coma has resulted in him now being unable to walk or talk. 
and that's where Peterson's at. He's had to remove himself from public life, partly because of this addiction, but also now partly because of, you know, he can't even speak and walk anymore. Uh, but that's my understanding of uh, his circumstances. Quite sad, really. Jordan always had some kind of kooky ideas. I, I wonder what advice these experts gave him that he dismissed, but that's, uh, you know, sad. That was true. I know about the... Uh, I heard he was addicted to tranquilizers. I emphasized multiple times under, from my understanding. He, he did. Yeah, I said, to my understanding, apparently, this is what I've heard. Um, I made no declarative statement, this is the fact of the matter. It was, it was less than a minute speaking on things I had just recently heard. And this was in February. So we've had March, April, May, June, July, August, September. We've had seven months of additional facts that have come out since then. It wasn't like he was writing a blog about his circumstances during this time. It was all leaking drips and drabs of information. People hearing here and there. Yeah, Jordan Peterson recovering from tranquilizer addiction. What, what, what is, what is inaccurate? This is from February 8th. Why was Jordan Peterson placed in a medically induced cover? This is also from February. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just quoting while saying, I, like, I, I don't know. This is just the, the common sentiment. Apparently this is the case. This is what th was known about Jordan Peterson in February. I'm actually curious. Do you, do you have another example now? Now that we've kind of, I've hopefully established that what you're saying here is complete bullshit. You mean the kooky ideas part? That, that is a fair assessment. He has some kooky ideas. Have you, have you heard him talk about religion? Have you, have you, have you listened to his ideas of what truth is? That, that truth should be defined by a basic utility to, to humankind. Have you, have you heard his debate with Matt, Matt Delahunty, where he talks about how you can't quit smoking unless you have a mystical experience? He has some very kooky ideas. Remember that Jordan Peterson was not a, a, a huge academic, right? He, he existed in his field, but he wasn't like a well-respected, well-renowned guy in his field. He, he became um, a, a pop, he was a, became popular after for his political stances. I don't agree with many things he says, but especially his health is much more nuanced and tragic than you framed it to be. I really don't want to cause a conflict. But it wasn't, but it wasn't in February. I can only state what the facts are at the present moment in time. I'm not an all-knowing, all-seeing being. You can't criticize someone from hindsight for stating what all evidence suggested was facts at the time. But you've also called me biased. And this was your example. And one Google search shows that I was just literally reporting what the common consensus was. While not being overly committed to anything. And then you criticized my assessment of him of having some kooky ideas, which is a very minor statement because you could almost say everyone has some kooky ideas, but Jordan Peterson does have kooky ideas. I think you might be ignorant of the, the, the breadth of things that Jordan Peterson has spoken on and how many kooky ideas he just actually has. I thought you were going to criticize some political take that I had or something about my values or my, you know, something that was meaningful to me. And you come back with Jordan Peterson. With you, I have a very low assessment of Jordan Peterson fanboys, and this kind of confirms it to me. But you, you, you seem to be dismissive of our Lord and God, Jordan Peterson. Ah! Just one of those things, man. If you're entirely ignorant of a field, and someone gets popular, saying even basic ideas from their field, it's going to sound like fucking magic. The, the best quote I've ever heard about Jordan Peterson is, What is true isn't new, 
And what is new isn't true. Political labels and ideologies. Do you identify as a left-wing centrist by any chance? Just a question, not trying to be offensive? No, I don't, no. I don't like to identify as anything. We talked about this before. Labels do have value in that they quickly enable you to identify yourself to others and provide you a banner in which other people with similar ideas can flock around. For the purposes of activism, this is very good because, you know, in, in activism you want as many people around you as possible, preferably as quickly as possible. Numbers matter and stuff. But being a Twitch streamer, I'm not an activist, I'm not necessarily trying to change the world in any particular way. There is no benefit to me from quick identification. I have no interest in explicitly attempting to find people who have my same political ideas, so I don't need to identify myself in any way, shape or form. Those are the benefits, of course, of uh, such labels, but the detriment, uh, well, the disadvantages, is that people will associate things with you that you don't necessarily subscribe to, or um, they'll bring with them connotations that perhaps you don't necessarily want. So, um, it's like if you go, have you ever seen those interviews of Trump supporters at rallies? And they'll say, ah, Joe Biden's a socialist, he's gonna bring forth a communist bad thing. Rah! And every single time you watch one of these, um, just be aware of course, these, these are obviously not necessarily representative of every single person who supports Trump, whatever. Like, like every, every news organization is always picking out the crazies to at any particular rally, right? But just for these people in particular, if you, could you imagine asking them what a socialist is, what a communist is, and can you think for even a moment that they will give like even a reasonable answer? Especially believing Joe Biden, like the person the progressives hate, that the left is like begrudgingly accepting, like ah, oh, the guy that um, Obama made his VP because he was like the most conservative democrat so that he could appeal to the white conservative vote this guy a socialist the guy who um pissed off everyone by saying i will veto public health care this guy is a socialist apparently if you are actually a socialist even you wouldn't want to say you're a socialist this is this is meme where they're like if you say does a person support socialism They'll say no, but if you list every socialist policy, they'll go, yeah, I support all those things. Some labels are just really toxic. Uh, I consider myself a social democrat, which makes me, um, makes me a capitalist. But you remember, uh, for example, um, LOL Reset, hundreds of times referred to me as a socialist. I'm not a socialist, but this is just how some people need to compartmentalize reality so they can understand it, you know? I suppose the example I just gave does show that even if, or the, both the examples I gave, does show that even if you don't self-identify with a label, some people will throw you under that label anyway. And maybe by saying, no, actually I'm this label, maybe you can avoid that. But I just, I just think, on the average, it is a lot better to rather than identify with a particular label to discuss particular ideas that are answered by those labels. You know, here is the issue, here is my positions on that issue. Rather than saying, here is the issue, here is a word, interpret it as you will. 
Sometimes, of course, you don't have the luxury of being able to talk for 50 minutes about your particular positions and why you hold them, and sometimes you have to give some sort of a label as a quick summary. But as I say, I'm not in that position. I can be as long-winded as I fucking like. A, so, a, a, a social democrat is basically a person who has the market economy, you know, capitalism, but believes in strong regulations to um, offset wealth consolidation, um, uh, uh, prevent negative externalities, and wants a significant social safety net in terms of wealth redistribution for things like healthcare, fire services, police, housing, access to information, these kind of things. If you like the political compass, which a lot of people don't, it's in the bottom left-hand corner. I believe there are technically differences between a social democrat and a democratic socialist. But the terms are used interchangeably. It's one of those things where, talking about these labels, where they're used so strangely. Like some people would say that a social democrat is a socialist, by some definitions. It's... Uh, not, I would argue not any reasonable definitions, but like legitimately I've run across, even in the last couple of weeks, socialists discussing are social democrats our allies? Because social democrats are not liked by a lot of the really left people because they see social democracy as kind of saving capitalism and propping up capitalism, preventing its failure. And while it doesn't fail, they would argue it still perpetuates um, negative things in society. And those negative things could be removed entirely if capitalism would be completely removed. And so social democrats are effectively keeping a person comfortable, but not curing the sickness. But the, the consensus, because I don't speak to a lot of socialists. A, a, a lot of what I've seen recently, recently is because of Vash that I found recently. And seeing him on Twitter talking with his cronies or whatever. Like, they'd be perfectly happy in a world where I was the right-wing guy. Because obviously I'm right of a socialist. If I was the definition of the right-wing, there would clearly be a world that socialists would far prefer. And that kinda makes us allies. Like, I, I, I view my government as further right than I would like. I would like things to move further left. So, <laughs> you know, you know, it doesn't matter. It, it depends how the word is used. If you consider social democracy to be the end goal or the um the transition to something else because everyone wants to label something as a transition to something else because everyone wants to co-opt those people you're actually one of us dude you're you're one of us be one of us you know because you you want everyone on your team we're not so different you and i as i always say just because you take one step outside your door it doesn't necess necessarily mean you're going to walk off a cliff Indeed, walking out your door is a prerequisite for walking off a cliff. But the association between those two things, it'd be insane for you to then suggest that you should never walk, walk out your door, or you're going to walk off a cliff. Something being a necessary prerequisite for something else does not necessitate that you, you keep going to that extreme. Or that a hypothetical reality, where you get closer to that thing you don't want to do, it, it, it doesn't mean you should avoid that first step, you know? Capitalism and socialism. You're literally playing a game that wouldn't have existed if not for capitalism. You could make the argument that nothing that exists today would have existed without every genocide that has ever existed in the history of the world. But that doesn't necessarily mean those genocides were justified or are good. Because that's a true statement. Every single one of us is alive right now because of 
genocides in the past. In, in fact, the entire history of the world. If it wasn't exactly as it was, none of us would be here. Maybe some other people would be here, but that does not in some sense justify anything that's happened in the past. It's a dumb statement to make. The person who made that statement has never existed in another economic system. Indeed, attempts to bring forth other economic systems have largely failed or have only existed in like experimental phases while existing in a world that in large part, well, in, in the 90% majority was capitalist. I don't know what a socialist world would look like. It is hard for me to even think on what that is or what it would achieve. I've always wanted to speak to a socialist about concerns that I have, both in terms of getting there and what it would ultimately mean for society. A more equal society isn't necessarily one that's better in the sense of a society where everyone exists on a scale from three to six is better than a society where everyone's equally at a two. Everything I've heard about social corpus, for example, I, I do not understand how that would achieve a worse world than capitalism or how innovation still wouldn't be achieved. Social corpse would be a form of socialism. I can't believe you're seriously thinking a completely socialist system is good. A free market is good for the economy, IMO. I seem to agree with that, but the economy isn't society as a whole or the entirety of human existence. Certainly, at times, attempting to safeguard society and the well-being of humans is going to have some negative impact on the economy. Indeed, all of environmental protections are that. Well, that person who said, what, what, what do you think a socialist society would look like? It's one of those things where knowing more about socialism does not have a very large um, practical benefit for me. Probably have some small practical benefit, but of all the things I could research, it's definitely low on the list in terms of practical benefits given my particular circumstances. So I'm not the most educated in it. When I look up socialism and there are many different ideas and disciplines of what it means or how it should be implemented or what a society that is socialist would actually mean, it, it just goes all over my head. I just don't know. Venezuela is a great example of the failures of socialism. So th this, this talking point um, I've looked into deeply and I know for a fact it's wrong for multiple reasons. But the first is um, Venezuela, it's, it's socialist policies are basically the same as any uh, Scandinavian country. It, it, it was about on par with Australia, New Zealand, Norway, in terms of these socialist policies. 75% of its industry was privatized. That's not a socialist country. The reason Venezuela failed, while these other countries with similar policies still succeed, is because Venezuela had put way too much stock in oil. Where they were paying for these ex expensive um, uh, welfare systems with oil money and so oil tanked and it crashed the economy and then there was a printing issue with something with not just the overprinting of money but there was a black market for currency that led to some system where people could literally get currency from the government and then sell it for US currency and it just it just led to this death spiral of currency that destroyed the economy the people who want to present Venezuela as socialism are people who don't like uh, nationalized industries. They don't like that um, their oil industry and stuff was nationalized. That they were using natural resources to fund things for society. Venezuela being socialist is 
um, just propaganda for people who want to make money off natural resources. This, 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 any of this can be looked up. And yeah, to my understanding, the, the guy who called himself a socialist was ousted. He wasn't even in power when the country went under. But even then, I don't think it was because of the new leader. But this is, this is what I mean, where I don't know how socialism would be implemented. I don't know what that society would look like. And I'm perfectly willing to say I don't know. But the reason why I'm hesitant to condemn socialism is because every time someone talks about socialism, they say things that I know for a fact are false. Where the arguments against socialism are based on premises that I know are not true. And so I would love to speak to a socialist and have them present arguments on the other side. Because all I'm hearing is complete nonsense by people like YOLO. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.